Hi, my name is Mike, and I pray that the Lord of Ages will reveal His good and perfect will uh, in your life. You know, recently um, I went on a family vacation with my wife and my children, and we went to different locations and different spots. And as we were going through our, our time together, my wife was sharing how difficult it is to pack and unpack all of our clothes at each stop that we made. And so, you know, each place was a different house that we had to stay in. And so we had to adjust um, every single time. So some homes we slept on the floor, uh, some places we had to share a bathroom, uh, some places uh, we couldn't use the kitchen because uh, someone else owned it. And so there are all these different adjustments that we had to make. And so by the end of the week, uh, I knew that my kids were really looking forward to going home. They wanted to sleep um, on their own beds and they could hardly wait to have their uh, home-cooked meal so that they didn't have to go out and buy uh, their food that they were eating every single day. So all these small things were starting to add up and so they learned to appreciate uh, their home and as we arrived, uh, they were so thankful to be back to where uh, it all began. And so we see this homecoming as we look at this passage in the book of Psalm together. Psalm chapter 126, verses 1 through 6. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like streams in the Negev. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. And so as we look at Psalm 126, uh, we see that the writer sets the stage in verse 1 by describing what God had done and how, uh, the, ex how the exiles felt during this whole process. And so we must remember that it wasn't the enemies who released the Israelites, but it was the Lord himself. And so we should note that the reaction that was taking place being described here uh, as they're processing this whole event. And so they were in shock and they were in disbelief at what was happening. And so it's like they were in a daze. And so someone had to come and wake them up and say that this is actually reality, what was happening, that is no longer a dream. 
so they can finally enjoy the freedom uh, that had been stripped from them for so long as they were living in this foreign land. Uh, in some ways, I can understand, as my family and I had been living uh, outside of the U.S. in a foreign land for, for nine years. And so, you know, during that time, I remember longing for, you know, being able to understand the language, being able to uh, go places that uh, I would be familiar with, um, being uh, understanding of the law and uh, being even the, the food or the, the culture and the way that people treat one another that I was so used to. I remember that I was longing for that time when I would go back. And so when our family finally moved uh, back to the States, it felt like we we're on vacation because that's all we knew. And uh, even during the transition time, as we were coming back to the States, you know, we had to live off of temporary furniture uh, because we're waiting for all our belongings to come back to us um, by ship. And so uh, we remember we didn't feel like we could actually settle down. It felt like it really did feel like a vacation, uh, living day to day, not having refrigerator, uh, not having a couch or a bed. Uh, and so when all these things finally came, I remember feeling so grateful for what God had done and how he had provided uh, for our family. And so in the mornings when I would drive uh, my kids to school, uh, that was something that I wasn't able to do uh, when I was living overseas. But now that I was able to spend time with them and as I would drive them to schools, you know, oftentimes I would tell them, you know, can you believe it that we're actually living here? This is our home. And so I was just, I wanted to instill uh, upon my children learning to be grateful, to be thankful for the opportunity uh, that God has provided for us in this season. And so uh, if we were to look back, there's no way this could have been done by ourselves, but it was totally God that uh, brought us to the place that we are now and for us to be together, to be able to spend time. So we need to acknowledge what God has done and how He is working in our lives. You know, do we regularly take the time to acknowledge uh, what God has been doing in our lives? Uh, there's a reason why God gave us a Sabbath. Because uh, we need to learn to rest, uh, that we don't overwork ourselves, but also Sabbath allows us to reflect back and to see what God has been doing and teaching us to be grateful for those opportunities and for how God has been with us uh, every step of the way. And so let's learn to pause, reflect, and be thankful uh, because we can easily burn out. Uh, and so let's not get emotionally drained, but let's be recharged and refocused on the mission and the task that's at hand. Um, but we also see in this passage also a prayer for their return. And so in verses 4 to 6, uh, we see that there is a prayer for those who may have been left behind or who could not travel or were still in exile. And so in their prayer, they're asking God, uh, to fully restore their fortunes. Uh, and so when I think uh, of that prayer, when I read that passage, I can't help but think about uh, the people uh, who are living in North Korea. And so one of the things that I'm so grateful about when I uh, spend time in South Korea is that I learned about 
uh, our neighbors, uh, the people, our brothers and sisters who are living in North Korea. And so through different people that I met or even by traveling to the border between China and North Korea and listening to the testimonies of people who have been inside of North Korea and the conditions that they're living in uh, really saddens me. And so it has taught me to pray for North Korea regularly. Uh, when I see that people there don't have the freedom uh, to worship God, that they don't have uh, the luxuries that we have in first world countries. They don't have power, consistent power, or running water, or food, uh, just to live on a daily basis. And so I hope and pray that uh, we would not take for granted our freedom, but that we will learn to pray for those who are in oppressed countries, for those who are being persecuted for their faith, uh, for, the, for the widows, for the orphans, uh, for those who are less fortunate than ourselves. Uh, let's use our freedom to provide for those, to pray for those regularly, knowing that their freedom uh, is at hand and that God will provide for them in our lifetime. So let's make that our prayer until Jesus returns. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, I can't wait to go to heaven, to have that homecoming with uh, my Lord and Savior, with Jesus. And so uh, my prayer that while I'm still here on earth, uh, that I will do everything possible to complete the mission that God has given to each and every believer. And as a child of God, uh, that we are to bring the gospel uh, to the ends of the earth until all have heard the gospel then we will know that Jesus will return. And so let us be faithful warriors in prayer for the nations, uh, praying for our brothers and sisters who are uh, doing church in underground places, for those who are always looking over their shoulders uh, because they're afraid that uh, someone may kidnap them or someone may take their life. Uh, but we as Christians who have this freedom, uh, let us pray for them and let's intercede for them on their behalf because they are one of us. And so let us come to God in prayer together, shall we? Uh, Father, uh, we just thank you for the reminder, um, Lord, that you have set us free for a purpose and for a reason. And so as we look at the other nations, as we look at people, believers, those who are professing faith in Christ, uh, we ask God that you will set them free and so we pray, Lord, that may your gospel continue to go forth. Uh, may it be spread. Uh, may it be brought upon to people that they will accept and learn to put their faith in you. And so, God, until we see you face to face, God, may we continue to give our all and may we continue to fight the good fight that is before us. And for this, we give you thanks and praise. And in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen.
single soul Reaching further and stepping in closer 